Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will give you my NBA fact or fiction. Eight statements, whether they're true or not, everything from the Lakers to the Nets to the troublesome Kyrie Irving and even a little bit of Knicks talk as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we're back. We talked about Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons. Now, let's talk a little NBA fact or fiction, shall we? So, I'm going to give you about eight statements, and then I'll give it to you whether it's fact or fiction. I'll explain. So, let's get into it. So, uh, statement number one. With the Lakers at one and five, if things don't improve, they they will have a fire sale. In other words, they'll trade everyone. And I kind of alluded to it back when I was talking about Russell Westbrook and his struggles. If I'm Genie Bus, I gotta consider that. I gotta consider that the team is only seems like it's getting older. LeBron puts another candle on the birthday cake. You know, he's up there. Uh, AD, you know his injury struggles and so forth. How long do you want to ride this train? Russell Westbrook, you only have him for this year, so at least you would think he's a tradable piece, but they're trying to do it in offseason and couldn't. So... I think at this point, Genie Bus has to be rolling that around in her mind. I know about LeBron breaking Kareem's record and so forth, but I think at this point, sometimes you just got to cash in your chips. So, well, do you let him break the record in a Laker uniform and then trade him? Maybe you could do that. This way, it was. It's done by two Lakers breaking the record, because remember Kareem, he did it back when he was a Laker and so forth. So, so you could do that, and then, cause the way it shakes out, he could break it before the All Star break, if if things go right. So, we'll see. In any event. So, that's something I think she should at least consider at this point. Um, I don't think it's any fault of Darvin Ham. It's just a bad, a bad fitting roster. You don't have sh- shooters to space the floor. We know Russ ain't it. Pat, Patrick Beverly, he is not. Kendrick Nunn, he is not. Lonnie Walker, I I do like. I like him. I like Lonnie Walker. I think he will get opportunities, especially when some of these guys sit. He'll be able to get his offense on those days. But but all in all, this is a clunky roster, and I think um, Genie Bus should consider stripping it down. So 
I say it's it has a tinge of fact to it if Jeannie Buss is thinking logically about the situation as a whole. So, all right, so statement number two standing at one and five, another team, the Nets. Steve Nash won't make it to Thanksgiving as Nets coach. I want to say it's fiction. I want to say it's fiction. I think the reason I say that is because if you do it, then you kind of send in a message that the, uh, that the higher help is running, running the establishment. In other words, remember, uh, Kevin Durant in the off season, which was weird because he went from defending Steve Nash right after the Boston series to trashing the guy about a month later, which was bizarre in any event. So we know Kevin Durant in the offseason said that he should go and Sean Marks should go. So if you were to let Nash go so quick, so early, I think it would send the wrong message to the rest of the players that, that yeah, you guys have say. Although, quote-unquote, you think they would, but you're given the impression that they do now. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's I I want it to be fiction, but it's possible it could be fact too. If they let the uh, Durant win in this situation, who by the way you know you do have signed for the next four seasons. So Kyrie we know didn't sign the extension. Well, he wasn't offered offered it. Let me say that. So it wasn't like he refused it. So, um, yeah. So I think I think I would want it to be fiction. Let me put it that way. So, so that's how I'm gonna answer that one. Next is statement number three. Don't be surprised if the league steps in to suspend Kyrie Irving for his Twitter activity. Of late, I think this has. I think, yeah, I think this could be a fact. Um, we all know, we've all heard about Kyrie. I don't want to use the word promote because he jumped Nick Ferdell the other day for saying that, but he passed on information which was many deem as anti-Semitic about a book, a film, what have you. So, once you start wading in those waters, it's kind of hard to get yourself out of those waters. Um, we've seen it with other celebrities, just as recent as uh, Kanye West and the backlash he got. So, once again, once you start waiting in that area there, it's a slippery slope. And then let's just say 
let's say we wake up tomorrow and they lose an advertiser over this. And then another follows, and another follows. You're talking about business now. So they're going to have to do something. The only thing, and I agree with a lot of folks, Dennis Scott said it. Also, Shannon Sharp on Undisputed, he said it. That Joe Sy, when he made his statement, I think he should have talked to Kyrie first before he put out the statement. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. So this way it's, it doesn't look like you're ambushing the guy. So, which gets me back to Kyrie. You guys hear me talk about him all the time. I call him a conspiracy theorist. That's that's what he is. That's exactly what it is. So much so, I have a team that, well, in fantasy, where uh, I was in that draft and I ended up with <laughs> with him on my team. So I just named the team the conspiracy theorists. So it is what it is. But you know him. You know he's Mr. Flat Earth. He's Mr. No Vaccine for Me, which, you know, that's fine. Although, you know, if your business requ requires it of you, I think you have a kind of a um, duty to obey the rules of your business. But who am I to say? In any event. And you know this guy, he comes off as he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. That's that's another thing with him. He thinks he's the smartest guy. He thinks that he thinks outside the box. He's this brilliant genius of sorts. And, and that he's above it all. That's his problem right there. That's his problem right there. So... So now you're going to have this clash between him and management. Management is already ticked with him as is. The fact that they didn't even give an extension tells you all you need to know there. I don't think this ends pretty for Brooklyn. I really don't. I don't think this situation as a whole ends pretty. So um, we'll see. We'll see who's the last man standing when this... The season is set and done, but I I say one of those three guys won't make it to till the end of the season. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or Steve Nash. One of those three won't make it to the end of the season for the Nets. I'd be stunned if all three of those guys are standing at the end being with Brooklyn. So, uh, so with that, I say, yeah, I think that it's factual. Once businesses start departing from Brooklyn, I think that the screams will get louder and louder. And then once you get organizations like the Anti-Defamation League and other groups, once you start getting them involved, then... Everything will end up snowballing, so I say it's true. All right, so that's the third statement there. Let's move on. Statement number four. Both the San Antonio Spurs and the Utah Jazz are 5-2 and two currently, which is third and fourth in the West. 
both will remain among the top six in the West. I got to say that's false. I got to say that's false. I know they look good so early so far. Um, much to the chagrin of Danny Ainge, uh, Utah has played well. And you got to give credit to the young coach over there, Will Hardy, who's doing a pretty good job coming out the gate. So, uh, big credit to him. And then, of course, Popovich is Popovich. So, but... These were two teams that everybody was talking about would be in, you know, tanking to get the French kid. Um, but I tell you what, they're playing well. They're playing well coming out the gate. Can they maintain this in the rough and tumble West? I doubt it. So I got to say it's fiction. And I'll go as far as, as to say I think both teams will not be in the top six. Both teams. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, again, they're playing well. Guys like uh, Kendon Johnson, who's was coming on late last season as it was, and he's been hot coming out the gate here for the San Antonio Spurs. Then you have Utah. Remember those guys they brought in? Laurie Marketing, who's playing well. Colin Sexton is slowly getting his legs back. Of course, you have a Jordan Clarkson who's always firepower when it comes to offense. Uh, Kelly Olnick who's holding it down at center. So, yeah, yeah. So, they're playing well. I, I, I got to say that. So, But I don't think they can withstand the onslaught that the West can bring. So, so I'll say false. All right, so that statement is down. Uh, statement number five. Miami is two and five. Watch, um, watch the Kyle Lowry for Russell Westbrook Brook trade rumors get louder. I say that's that's true. That's true. It seems like the Kyle Lowry's fit with the Miami Heat is kind of dissipating a bit. So it seems like Miami needs kind of a kick in the pants. So you bring in a guy like Westbrook, it'll probably cost you Lowry, maybe uh, Duncan Robinson. Uh, maybe that'll get it done to get him. Maybe even a uh, young guy like uh, their draft pick, Nikola Jovic, something like that. So, uh, you know, to make the money match up and all those things. So, um, although I think just Lowry and Duncan makes the numbers work. So, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so, and then the Lakers will get kind of a professional point guard there, a guy who can shoot, you know, he has his efficiency issues, but he's a much better shooter than Westbrook. He knows how to run the offense, so, um, he can play off the ball. He can 
Lowry can play off the ball. He's proven that in his career. So, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's fact. I think you'll start to hear that. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. So, I, I think that remains to be seen. But uh, definitely that's something that can happen. Statement number six. Dame Lillard is now the front runner for the MVP. The league MVP. I say it's sort of true, although he's just recently got hurt. So, it, but he's only be out a couple of weeks, so that's that's no big deal. I'll be interested to see how they do with him out of the lineup. But uh, Dame so far has been great for them. Their team right now is actually they're five and one. So, um, you know. Uh, Dame is Dame. When Dame is healthy, he's among the top five point guards in the NBA. No questions asked. Uh, the man is clutch. And the band just needs help. That's all. And seemed like so far so good in terms of the help that he's getting with the Blazers. So, and of course, you just have Nurkic. You gotta have him healthy. And he is so far. So, um, is he the front runner? I'd say no, not the front runner, but he's his name has to be discussed amongst those in the running. I still lean heavy towards Luka Doncic. I I believe that so far he's scored thirty points above thirty points per game in his first five games. No other. Dallas Maverick has done that. Uh, he leads the league in scoring. Uh, Giannis is Giannis. Of course, his team is undefeated, so you got to always have Giannis in the discussion onto Tacompo. And actually, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is slowly in that conversation. His team is 5-1. and one. So this is early, you know, yeah. A lot can change as the season progresses. So, uh, but right now, <clears throat> I would say it's about four guys that's in the running. <clears throat> Maybe a fifth if you want to add Devin Booker, who's playing well, also. So, um, yeah. So, but again, very early to say. So I, I would say false. He's not the front runner. No. So. <clears throat> All right, so say, statement number seven. Right now, it's neck and neck between Paolo Banchero and Benedict Matherin for Rookie of the Year. This is fact. This is fact. Uh, Banchero has been great coming out the gate for the Ma Orlando Magic. He's played very well. And Benedict Matherin, I think it's just a matter of time. Once you move some pieces around, preferably a buddy heel moves on to greener pastures. Once you do that and insert Ben, uh, ben Matherin in that lineup there, I think he's going to be he's going to be a problem. He's going to be an absolute problem. So uh, I say this is 100% true. Uh, I think both of these guys are playing well right now. Jayton Ivey is still trying to get a feel for the NBA game. It's early, you know. Um, 
and some other guys as well. I don't think, no, I think these two guys are standing out thus far. So I would say, I would say this is a true statement. And then the last one was concerning my Knicks. After getting beat thoroughly by Donovan Mitchell in the Cleveland Cavaliers, a game in which Donovan Mitchell scored 38 points, he shot 2 of 20 from the field, 8 of 13 from 3. Good gracious. 12 assists even. 3 rebounds, 2 blocks for him. And also Kevin Love comes to life as well. Then that's a whole nother story. But in any event, uh, after getting thoroughly beat by the Cavaliers, the Knicks will panic and make a trade that they may regret. So, we all know the talk in the offseason was that there was these trade talks going on with Donovan Mitchell. He was supposed to come home. He was supposed to come back to New York. He's grew up in the area. His father, of course, works for the Mets. So that you got that connection there. And it just would have been fitting for him to come back home. Problem was, Danny Ainge was holding the Knicks over a barrel. He kept changing the package, adding more and more draft picks to the package. And it just seemed like he just seemed disingenuous with what he was trying to do. So the Knicks said, you know what? We'll just take our ball and go home. And the deal didn't get done. And then uh, moments later, Cleveland comes in with a package, which is, again, I say it was a far lesser package than what the Knicks offered. And in doing that, they got the player. So, so with that said, will the Knicks panic? First of all, let, let's establish who's out there. Uh, I know there's always been the Donovan, not Donovan, the Devin Booker rumblings. I don't think Booker's going anywhere. That team is playing well right now. So I don't think that's going to be a factor at all. Um... Shy Gilkis Alexander, that's a name that has been bandied around uh, locally amongst the the fan base, and and that was bandied about after Don, the Donovan Mitchell deal went flat. So that's one I could see possibly coming to fruition. The kid looks good so far. He looks good. Um. Will he cost you as much? Probably not. Um, but OKC is in the business of collecting draft picks as is. And the Knicks can help them a plenty with that. So, And also they can give them the young talent they're looking for. So I could see that happening uh, for the Knicks. And he could guy, he's a guy who could play on the ball and off the ball. So uh, I would... I would bear watch to that. Call Anthony Towns, I don't think that's a possibility at all. I understand, I get it. You know, uh, you got Mitchell Robinson here who he, he's flashed a bit in these first few games. He had, um, 
didn't play all that well against the the Cavaliers the other night. So, yeah, but I don't think that works. We've seen the Tibbs and Carl Anthony Towns uh, connection in Minnesota, and it didn't work out. It didn't work out all that great there. So, uh, I don't see it coming to fruition here. And the reason it's the name is even out there is because of some off-handed remark he made about his teammate Anthony Edwards and him with Popeye's <laughs> fried chicken. <laughs> It's, it's just it's just ridiculous but the, of course you know that leads some in the Nick fan base say oh maybe he'll get traded no that ain't happening uh, and definitely not to the Knicks that's out Draymond Green Draymond Green interesting situation there right now Warriors are struggling a bit uh you saw Clay Thompson sitting down. He's still, you still want to load manage him given the knee surgeries he's had. And I know Barkley took shots at that team uh, just last week saying that their old father time is not going to their door. Clay's not the same player. Draymond is an Eva. But in which Clay was distraught over that comment because the man to his credit has had multiple knee surgeries so obviously he's not going to be the same player but even with the player he was he was still able to help uh, the Warriors get another title so um, so yeah Barkley uh, I do agree Barkley should <clears throat> slow this role with that. I understand the sentiment. I think the sentiment more is to get the younger players more involved if you want to keep this thing going. That part I understand, but taking shots at these guys getting older, whereas injuries really played a part with Clay is another story. But I kind of digress here. Draymond Green, we know about the fight he had with Jordan Poole it seems like bygones are bygones, but again, I say, and I said it in the season preview, Poole, Jordan Poole secured his bag, so did Andrew Wiggins. So, where does that leave Draymond Green? I feel this is his last season in Golden State. Whether he makes it to the, through, through the season where they running back with everybody, we'll see. But I I think he doesn't make it out of season. So with that said, could the Knicks panic and make a move for him? Being that you need a guy who's kind of a vocal leader, uh, kind of a guy who can, you know, um, who guys can follow. He's a guy who does the dirty work and all those sort of things. He would... Do I see the Knicks doing that? I think it'd be a long shot, but uh, I wouldn't rule it out. So, um, so that that there's that, and then the last person I'll say is Russell Westbrook because everybody's trying. Uh, <laughs> he's the guy that 
seems like he stays in the trade trade rumors. So, um, could the Knicks do it? And you bring in uh, Westbrook, and then you have now, which would change Brunson's role drastically. It, it'll be basically the same role he's had had in Dallas, where he plays kind of off the ball, yet can play on the ball when needed. So, um, Russell Westbrook, to his credit, I give him credit for this. It seems like his defense has gotten better this season. He's like he's bearing down when it comes to defense. So, I give him credit there. So, um, but again, that's a des- now that's a desperation move that would get the New York media in a frenzy and ready to kill the Knicks over that. So that would be one that where the media would kill the Knicks if they did that. So depending on what you give up to. So, but all of that to say, will they panic and make a move that they regret? I say that's fiction. I could see them making a move, but I think it will be one where the fit makes sense. The trade makes sense. And you're not totally unloading all your draft capital to get the person. So so I see that as a possibility. So, all right, guys. So that's going to do it for that. Um, so, again, guys, I know I promised that uh, women's basketball episode. I'm going to do that. Uh, I want to get some uh, player spotlights underway as well. As we begin this journey for this season. Again, it's a few guys I want to highlight. So, we'll probably get to that. So, with that said, alright guys. I'm going to cut it off there. Um, actually, I think I'm going to end up separating this episode. So, um, I think I'll just do these in two separate episodes. So, look at that. <laughs> Producing on the fly. Go figure. Alright guys. So, thanks once again for listening to... The All Things Basketball with GD podcast with your boy GD. And we always appreciate you. Much thanks, guys. And we'll talk soon. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdudegd.com at gmail.com to support this podcast you can go to my paypal and that email is that sports gd at gmail.com also on my anchor page i have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast i'm on all the major platforms like anchor spreaker google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, Castbox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also, you can find me on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.